But now there's a nine foot inflatable peanut waving at me as I come home. Welcome to Don't Tell Mom, the podcast where three sisters reminisce on the questionable childhood events that made us the semi-functioning adults we are today. I'm Abby, the veganish Gen Z with a social media addiction. And I'm Lauren, the anxiety-ridden millennial who loves coffee and being a dog mom. And I'm Kenzie, the Gen Z millennial in between with crippling student debt and one viral TikTok. I just want to say something. Hmm. Not only mere two months after I moved into my apartment did they open a nut factory next door, but now they have a giant inflatable nine-foot peanut that sits (laughs) outside their doors as they pump out the smell of roasting I don't know what kind of nut it is through the streets and the giant peanut is motorized so it'll wave to me as I come home just taunting me please take a video on my way home from work so messed up she sent me a snapshot of it the other day and she walked by it was like fucking kidding me (laughs) and I'm like triggering bullshit it's freaking huge. Not only does it says nut factory right next door in like giant letters, but now there's a nine foot inflatable peanut waving at me as I come home. That is really triggering. I'm so sorry. Shit's messed up. I go back to school tomorrow. Not like I go back. I teach tomorrow. I have my first class this oh, semester. Oh, nice. How often are you teaching it? Um, Tuesday, Thursday mornings. I haven't taught since I was on my fellowship year. I haven't taught in person for like a year. Um... So I had to get some new work clothes and I got a few, like I went in some real stores. I went into, what was it? Is it Aritzia or Aritzia? Oh, anyway, I went in there. I was looking for some like sort of dress pants. And as I was walking towards the back, like the clothes get a little more casual. And there was a like pleather I guess it, you call it like a bomber jacket. Like it's sort of like a letterman jacket, but it's all pleather. Mm-hmm. And it was like maroon and it had something on it. And it made me realize that when I was in fifth grade and I bought from the army supply store in West Virginia, a Virginia Tech leather jacket that I was actually setting a trend. Yeah, that really came full circle. <laughs> It took some time for that seed to be planted and for society to, to get on board, but... You were playing the long game. Yeah. I was. I was. I think fashion has evolved and is, like, coming back around to my tomboy phase. I don't know. I feel like I didn't get made fun of this enough. And I got made fun of for a lot of things, but this one, I feel like I deserved to get made fun of, and I didn't really... The beanie flat bill combo that I wore. Mm. I made fun of you. <laughs> okay, maybe I just blocked. Maybe I couldn't hear. <laughs> maybe I couldn't hear because of the beanie, but mm-hmm. since I would wear it indoors. But the brown beanie with the flat bill, mm. um, I don't think that's ever coming back. And I would wear it side. I would, would wear it sideways. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I feel like you guys made fun of me for my clothes. Actually, I think mom was more upset with my style. She was upset when I told her that I didn't want to wear pants that touched my legs. I wanted <laughs> I wanted them to be loose. But now that's trendy. 
maybe you weren't a tomboy, but maybe you had some kind of developmental overstimulus going on. <laughs> maybe I didn't want the feeling of fabric on my on my skin. That still doesn't explain when I wore the denim skirt with the boys polo to my fifth grade graduation. That's true. That doesn't really fit with. Wait, I don't know this. Was How long was the denim skirt? No, this was like a whole throwdown um, because I didn't want to wear a dress and mom was insisting. And so the compromise was that I would wear my boys lands in polo with a denim skirt. That was the compromise. This was for Colonial Day? No, 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 no. No, we had our you know, oh. special dress that we wore for Colonial Day. I didn't know if you wore that or not. No, I did. I guess I was fine. Was that like fourth grade? I guess it was really fifth grade that I was in my tomboy phase. I tell my friends up here in New York about Colonial Day, and they absolutely cannot believe that we took an entire day in fourth grade to all pretend we were colonial people, including the teachers. But yeah, I was like, do you guys not, you guys didn't have the day where you would get dressed up as colonial people and do you would do square dancing at PE and then outside for recess, they would just have you like hit sticks, hit uh, hula hoops with sticks. And they were like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then I was like, actually, now that I think about it, that's really creepy. Yeah. And not only that, how are you supposed to do that if you're not white, number one? Number two, why would we even want to do that? Number three, how do you expect fourth graders to find a colonial outfit? Like, <laughs> now we're getting like, to the real issue with Colonial Day. Wh- like, where would one, there's no Amazon back then. Where would one f- acquire this if their mom was not a fourth grade teacher? <laughs> yeah, where'd we get the colonial garb? Garb. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to feel very uncomfy with romanticizing of colonialism. I wonder if they still do that. I don't know if they would still do that in school. I kind of want to cancel my fourth grade self. That's just like, (laughs) that's just poor taste. Hey, I didn't want to do it. They forced me to play kickball in my long poofy dress. And I had to go (laughs) get breakfast in the morning with mom and go into a public space (laughs) wearing that. Speaking of terrible outfits, um, I want to play a game. I'm sending you all some pictures of us as children, and I want you to describe them for our listeners and provide some commentary as if we're, (laughs) this is like, we're, we're like a Bravo or an E show, but just some running some commentary on our childhood fashion choices. How does that sound? Yeah, that's perfect. All right, Kenzie, I'd love for you to start with that first one. Okay. Um, Wait, first, what's the vibe before you even describe it? What's it giving? I can take this one. This isn't like standard Lauren. So this is, this is, what are you, two? Yeah, probably. Or three. This is two, three-year-old Lauren. And she's giving like Y2K... Very trendy, body positive. <laughs> I love this outfit. I I mean, I wish that they dressed us like this throughout childhood instead of what it developed to. It's a <laughs> mini yellow crop top sports bra, but like real short. It's a matching set. 
And then, yeah, matching yellow patterned shorts. But she's really letting her mid-rise hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's really pooching it out there. <laughs> and then they tried to tie her hair up in those little dangly ball things. But it's just wisping away I everywhere. Forgot, I forgot about the dangly balls. Yeah, those hurt. Oh, yeah, when they would they whack hurt. against they your head, so I would bad. end up mildly concussed anytime she put my hair up. And she's like, stop moving. <laughs> I like I would this s- look for me. Wait, sorry, what were you going to say, Kenzie? Oh, yeah, I, I, know, I was it. just going to say about, I would say 15% of the hair is up in the ponytail. The rest is just in the wind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great look. Nine out of ten. Yeah, I think this is a win. Thank you. Yeah, I really I feel good, good plan, about this great one. Great execution. I wish we were on YouTube so that our people could see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we can find a way to share the photos with our fans. Um, moving on to this one, I'll take this one. Yeah. To, uh, just to start off, <laughs> it's it's Mackenzie. You're probably what six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's giving. Our family pretends to be Catholic vibes. Um, <laughs> this is a staged photo, like one of the photos you'd go to JCPenney or Sears to have taken. <laughs> Mackenzie is in a large white veil, <laughs> a white vest. I'm sorry, dress. It's a dress situation. I just want to say real quick, it's giving what's medically wrong <laughs> with the size of her head. <laughs> I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to. She is posed on a column and her hands, her elbows are resting on the column. They are in a prayer position. There is a rosary draped across her hands and underneath her hands is the world's smallest Bible. Which accentuates her forehead. Kenzie's full face. The but her forehead is bigger than the Bible. Wait, <laughs> Kenzie, do you have any teeth in this? <laughs> She's like smiling, but it, there's no teeth. I think I had lost some of my baby teeth. <laughs> I don't think I had teeth. <laughs> Imagining it as a vest instead of a dress makes it so much better. <laughs> yeah, the column's blocking the waist down, so we can't really see, but. It's just- what the? I don't know what happened with the angle of this photo that made me look like that. Wait, also, also why? Why was this a thing? I was going to say, I, our parents were clearly, for some reason, very invested in creating the appearance that we were Catholic. <laughs> I think what's the most concerning is the relative size. When you, my head looks big, but when you compare it to the size of the Bible... I look like I'm about to stand up and crush the church with my feet. From Kinsey's forehead to her chin, you could fit lengthwise at least two of these Bibles. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, speaking of big foreheads, let's move on to this one. I was going to say I'd love to take this one away. Okay. Kick this, this, off. this was a picture of Abby, um, <laughs> m- maybe four or five years old after a long day in the sun. Um, she's wearing a 
pastel striped one piece bathing suit. That's not the issue. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Little ruffles on the side. The attitude that Abby's giving in this photo is <laughs> your creepy Uncle Joe <laughs> who just got off an alcohol binge, waking up at 2 p.m., unsure of her whereabouts, Legs. grasping the side of the chair to prevent from vomiting. <laughs> And legs spread wide open. (laughs) Legs wide open. And the hair is as if (laughs) your Uncle Joe was bald, but wearing a toupee that he just woke up that was slowly sliding off the back of his head. It is. (laughs) I think that's what it looks like. It looks as if Abby has put on a wig. It's slowly sliding <laughs> off the back, which is what makes her forehead look so damn big. <laughs> I don't understand how this happened. did not appreciate when you guys did a collage of this photo next to Chucky. <laughs> it's uncanny. Maybe we can hop to this um, family vacation photo. Yes. Okay. So carnival cruise photo op. And we're probably around, like, the age... So, Kinsey's probably around her first communion photo age. <laughs> Abby is, like, your hair Let seems me look at more in play. We're probably, like, one year after the last two photos we just described. I'm probably, like, eight or nine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... We're gathered. We've just got off the ship. We're gathered around to that little fake... Um, A life raft. Oh, look, it has the date on it. April 22nd, 2003. Oh, Cayman Islands. I'm six here. Okay, yeah, we're we're eight. Wait, yeah, we're eight, six, and four. Okay, so everyone's body language and outfits. <laughs> Lauren is giving Land's End model meets Sarah Baker. <laughs> Sarah Baker. Oh, yes. Okay. She really does it. Love it. Yep. Kenzie's just giving middle child. (laughs) She is so sweaty. I'm drenched in sweat. (laughs) Her face is drenched in sweat. Or I was submerged underwater. To back up, Lauren's wearing a all the way buttoned up striped collared pink shirt Mm -hmm. with khakis, but they're kind of short, short khakis. Mm -hmm. A headband. And then the best part is we're all wearing matching. Oh, not me. You guys are all wearing matching shoes. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. all wearing industrial size sandals. <laughs> they are huge. They're black clonkers. Sandals. <laughs> Kenzie, Kelly, has- I'm sorry. We're in the Cayman Islands. I bet those things were like 170 degrees after a long day in the sun. There's no way. That those were comfortable. Kenzie has a her own theme going on. She has a watermelon theme. Mm. Oh, I and love that. she's wearing these like striped pantaloons <laughs> that are loose <laughs> and covered just right under her kneecaps. <laughs> pantaloons. And the way that she's standing is like <laughs> you can tell she's forced to be there, and it's a forced <laughs> smile, and she's about. 
to go and do something else. (laughs) Our mother is in a tie-dye tank top, little 90s sunnies. I mean, she actually looks pretty good. I was going to say, she looks really cute. She she dressed herself cute. She's got hoops and like a cute little short. It's like her husband is wearing (laughs) a button-up bowling shirt mixed with it has every cocktail on it <laughs> every different every cocktail one. and oh then his glasses fully do not fit his head his glasses are are reminding me of cleekly yes, that's what i was gonna say <laughs> wait no 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 the big blue one oh um, jumba yes jumba. i think so i've got to look this up they're just like yeah they're shaped very alien-like, and then they're also squeezing in on his head. And he has the matching matching sandals as well. And then the star of the show, me, so he's holding me, and I'm very much like paparazzi, like, stop taking photos of me. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I clearly don't like it. I have my pink sunglasses on, and my yellow dress, and my white sandals. I mean... I think I look great. Yeah, you look cute. It's really annoying. Um, I pulled some current news articles for us to discuss since you guys didn't. Oh. Oh. Thanks. Okay. I didn't read them. I just have the headlines. I don't think we should read. Yeah, I think headlines only. Yeah. Okay. Gaslighting is the 2022 word of the year. But do you know what it really means? Are they gaslighting me in the headline? <gasps> oh my god. But I don't think you actually understand what it I means. I don't think you actually you know what it. gaslighting means. <laughs> I'm looking for more headlines. This one is So where is Anna Delvey now? Any guesses? East Village. Yeah, she's she has an apartment in East Village. Okay, so you already know that. <laughs> well because yeah. she did a photo shoot in her apartment. Do you follow her on Instagram or something? No, I just saw these things. Abby, we read the papers. (laughs) I love her. I'm team Anna Delvey. I don't really care what she did. Is it because of the show? Is it because of the TV show? I think so. I was going to say, I think. Probably. I think that's why I like her too. In 2019, she said, I'd be lying to you and everyone else and to myself if I said I was sorry for anything. (laughs) (laughs) That needs to be my attitude. That should have been your quote, Kenzie, when you graduated from PA school on your slide. I was just thinking about your quote the other day. It was, I was laughing to myself. Oh, wait. What did I say again? So you, so everyone, so as you guys walked across the stage, <laughs> everyone had their own slide and people could put words in there. Almost like a senior, like in your senior yearbook, everyone could have a quote. And people put all these motivational things or were like, thank you to my mom and my spouse who like sacrificed everything for me to be here <laughs> and through all of the blood sweat and tears and da 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 and then Kenzie's rolls around <laughs> I okay I do remember now I thought that everybody else was also going to be going the funny route and I was the only one I don't remember it what was it I said you guys I'm like really smart now you could ask me, Kenzie, what's the biggest company in the world? And I'd be like, blah, 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 giving you the exact right answer. <laughs> That's so good. Kelly Kapoor, everyone. Stole the show. 
Juan asked me to yesterday what both of your love languages were. Do you guys know? No, I can't remember. What is the test called? It's not really a test. It's just like the five love languages. So there is acts of service, gifts, physical touch, words of affirmation, and quality time. But you have to take the test because what you think could be wrong. Mine is – no, it's like a self-evaluation. Mine is um, physical touch <laughs> and then quality time. Oh, I thought that you were acts of service and quality time, and I said Abby was probably words of aff and gifts. I think I like them all except for sometimes touch. Well, that's weird because if I accidentally even brush Abby <laughs> with, like, my big toe, she's like, okay, ew, can you not? <laughs> yeah, I don't like Maybe to, like, just touch my friends either. Like, when friends, like, <laughs> hug and cuddle and, like, hold hands and stuff, it makes me – <laughs> I, that's fine for other people to do it, but it makes me uncomfortable. I'm taking the quiz because that's what you're supposed to do. FiveLoveLanguages.com. And today's sponsor Listen, is – we're, <laughs> we're self-aware, Abby. You let us know when you're done with your quiz. I bet what you think isn't your number one unless you nope. rig it so that you can prove a point. I've read the book, Abby. That's the Enneagram book. No, I've read – Listen, I'm really into personality tests, Abby. I'm also INFJ for anyone who wants to know. I thought Enneagram, you were like a, no, this a number. No, is, that's the, this is the Myers-Briggs. The Enneagram, I'm a okay. six. Yeah, you, you have done this a couple times. Apparently, I'm a power number. I'm really into figuring, I don't know what that means. I'm really into figuring, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into figuring myself out. Like, I'm really... But then I'm surprisingly unaware. This is what I've learned in counseling. I'm really good at thinking and about and analyzing myself. But then I'm then I'm at the same time have no idea what I'm feeling. So it's like at once I'm very self-aware and also not. Sometimes I leave my therapy sessions and I'm just like, I just tried to be funny for that entire <laughs> 45 minutes. And I left and I'm like, oh. That was, I killed it. That was amazing. <laughs> and I realized that I was just making jokes the entire time. It's a performance. Literally. This is why you have to take the quiz. Because guess what my number one is? Gifts. Physical touch. What? That's not true. Number two, acts of service. Number three, receiving gifts. Number four, quality time. Number five, words of affirmation. Oh, I thought you'd be number one, <laughs> words of aff. Wait, Kenzie, I was cracking up. Not at okay. I was cracking up just at the response of dad in the group chat that you texted something really sad and he just goes, sad. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I, did he? He just stated sad. the emotion with nothing else. Happy. Wait, yeah, this is okay. So so sad. yeah, you send this thing about like the cause of death for someone that you knew well. And then, yeah, he just, the word, sad. No punctuation. Sad. 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 I'm going to start doing that with my patients. Like, mm. sick. Oh, I've been <laughs> sick. <laughs> oh, wine. <laughs> well, Kenzie asked about me being held hostage at a boxing gym. Kenzie, I personally was not held hostage. <laughs> Physically. But... In another sense, I was. <laughs> what do you? What is? What is? What happened? I what is this? moved to Arlington 
<laughs> I hope the Boston bash boxing woman is not listening to this. <laughs> but I, Boston bash boxing. <laughs> I joined bash boxing because Blacksburg boxing was so fun. Yeah, we love that. And I took one class and it's like half hit like kind of strength workout, half boxing and it's like dark and there's like LED lights and music. And I was like, oh, that was cool. And it was just a trial. It was just a free trial. And then the woman is acting like my bestie and she's like, oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. this is all I do. It's the best workout ever. You should totally join. And the guy at the front desk is also like, yeah, it's the best. You should do it, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe I found friends here. (laughs) And I joined. And they also told me, I said, well, I'll think about it. And they called me the next day and they were like, you have to sign up by tomorrow or you're not going to get this deal, blah, blah, blah. So I got sucked into it. I think I went three times total because (laughs) I had to – the times were really weird. So I would have to drive there at like 6.45 in the morning. Oh, my God. And if you were a minute late, they would lock you out. What? So I kept missing classes and getting charged. So I'm like, okay. Oh, also the next day when I went back, the woman didn't even speak to me. Like she walked past me like she'd never seen me before. After she just convinced me to join. That's manipulation. Do you want me to troll her online? Because I will. Yes. Yeah, I'll do it. Well, so then it was expensive. So I was paying like hundreds of dollars a month for a set amount of classes. I think I had eight classes a month. Oh, my God. And so at a certain point, I'm like, I have eight classes left. So I tried to bring Leon to use up two two classes because I had points. They were like, no, he has to pay. So he had to pay like $25. And then he was like, these people are so fake. Because she then is like, oh, my God, I love your leggings. Have you been here before? And at this point, I've been trying to get out of it for, like, two months. And then they kept me for another, like, two months. Like, they just wouldn't let me cancel. They just had all these workarounds. They were like, oh, well, we charge you after the month or before the month. And, oh, you have a – then they convinced me to pause it. And then after the pause, they started charging me again, and I didn't know. And I said, we'll cancel it. Well, you'll have to cancel it next month because we already charged you. So I just couldn't get out of this. And I think I paid like $900 and I went (gasps) three times. (laughs) $300 a class. class. Oh my God. It's so awful. So yeah, long story short. Are you still a member? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe they would lock you out if you're a minute late. That's like, if you're paying for that, that's messed up. Sorry, I just remembered something. What is it? I was just thinking when you said that, that I used to love at McComas when I worked there because I could swipe myself into the room. So I would show up late to the classes and they would have it locked and I would just swipe myself in. And then I did that for my CPR class, but there was some event going on that I didn't know about. So there wasn't parking. So I showed up like 30 minutes late and they locked me out and I tried to jiggle the door and they just like looked at me and so then I just swiped myself in. <laughs> And I walked in and, like, sat down and grabbed myself a dummy. And they had to come up to me and be like, you can't <laughs> you can't be in here. Someone's, like, someone's, like, actually having – going into cardiac arrest or something in the gym. And you're like, I only know the second half. 
Somebody start it. I don't know how to start it, but I know I'm all right. Who wants to kick it off? <laughs> oh my uh, god. Lauren, did you want to read our email? Yeah, let's yeah, let's finish off. Oh yeah. Let's finish off with um our email that we got from our friend Breezy as she was traveling across the country with her parents, Christopher and Elise. Breezy one appreciated the shout out in the last episode. She also congratulated me on winning the 11th annual Mayfid Bowl Challenge Chalice. Oh, I was pausing for you to con- to also congratulate me. Oh, congrats! Yeah. Yep. Oh, Abby, way to go! Are you muted or <laughs> <laughs> didn't we already go over this in the last episode? Or have you just been talking about it so much in our personal <laughs> lives that I am assuming oh. that? Uh, okay, I'm a big winner. Um, anyway, related to that big win, Breezy wants to know if there were any regular competitions we had growing up. You know, we've talked about the game where we would just, like, beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and how board games ended really quickly. But some examples... Backyard sports, wing eating contests, who's the most competitive was a follow-up question. Who would turn off the N64 before the end of the third lap of Rainbow Row? That actually did remind... So I think, here's the thing. I'm probably the most competitive. You would cheat. <laughs> you were a big cheater. So we had do you, a PS- Do you feel good about it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to... What's the Anna Delvey quote? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say that I felt or feel bad about it. Um, we had a PS2. Wait, what was our first game? Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. And it was only two-player. So I think that's probably what we were playing. And Abby wanted to play. It was only two-player. So we gave her the memory <laughs> card, <laughs> which is like two-by... Two Two by three, two, two by three inches, no buttons. It's just a rectangle, no button. <laughs> the fact that you had to plug a memory card into your gaming system for it to remember the game is hilarious. Yes. And gave her that and told her it was a super controller. <laughs> and you would sit there and play for hours. You had so much fun, Abby. You had a lot of fun. <laughs> well, there, so the thing is, yeah, there's the two main characters. I thought I was one of the background characters, like the <laughs> turtle that drifts around. <laughs> so, this isn't really a competition, but it does have to do with screwing with Abby. Have we talked about this is in the that podcast? The topic now? Yeah, I think this is. I think this has has evolved. Um, when Kenzie got the garage door opener. I knew you oh, were going to talk about that was a the classic. magic garage. <laughs> and made Abby think that when she, like, raised her hands up, the garage door went, went down, it closed. But then sometimes she would need to recharge it by running laps around the house. I was, uh, so, that was so smart of me. But what the funniest thing was, the icing on the cake, because I had her doing this for, like, an hour. And then mom got home and she ran to mom and was like, mom, look, I, she was like, come look, like the garage is motion censored. And then when she tried to show mom, I didn't do it. And she goes, oh, you have to run around the house to reset it. And she did it and it still didn't do it. And mom was like, Kenzie, this is why Abby's the way that she is. A similar, I'm in a similar situation right now. 
as this. What? Wait, what? <laughs> the whole, <You> <laughs> the, just the whole switcheroo concept. Are you still talking about your boxing situation? No, my Beethoven dryer <laughs> that you guys heard earlier. <laughs> What's going on? Have you guys ever heard of a condenser dryer? No. No. Okay, me neither. I have one of those in my new apartment. <laughs> and it comes apart into several pieces. So after each load, you're supposed to number actually back up. The first time I opened it, there was like a cage in the middle. And I was like, I don't know what the hell this is, so I took it out. <laughs> And it's sitting in the back of the closet. You have to remove the lint trap, then open it up, then clean it out, shut it, put it back in. Then you have to, bottom left corner, unlock and pull out a big piece and dump water out of it. Put that back in. Then there's a piece up top that I don't really know. It's just an empty plastic tube. Anyways, my dryer keeps stopping every like two minutes and saying to clean all of these things and I've cleaned them (laughs) as much as physically possible maintenance has come three times and they'll be like it's fixed it'll run once and then do it again is it because the cage is a necessary part that you've removed I don't think so because you can't fit anything if the cage is in there I'll try the cage but (laughs) I requested. I so I, I'm not imagining the cage. I don't understand what the cage is. I I don't know how to explain it to you. But okay, they came three times. I requested them again. Hey, the dryer's broken again. You guys already came three times. Clearly, it's not me. <laughs> then I I got a paper towel and stuck my arm way deep inside of it because at this point I have no clothes. It's been 20 days since I moved in, <laughs> and I cleaned it out as much as I could. And it went once. So then I messaged them, false alarm, I fixed the dryer. <laughs> and then did you follow up, then false alarm? after that load, it stopped working again. And every time it stops, it plays that little Beethoven jingle. <laughs> so it's extra annoying. You think Beethoven would be pissed if you described his com- composition as a jingle? It is when you put it on a dryer. <laughs> But anyways, I got it going for one more load. So now I'm scared they're going to – because then I requested another one and was like, this thing is still broken. (laughs) So now I'm nervous that they're going to come back and it's going to work. I've never heard of that before. It's going to be the garage all over again. Wait, I forgot. We did – we also got another email. Oh, right. From Kari. Oh, yeah. God, they're flooding in. Okay. Kari says – I've also had a few That's So Raven moments. Exciting news. My sister and her boyfriend just bought a house, and that is so Raven. But meanwhile, I will most likely be moving back with my parents, which is just not so Raven. I beg to differ. I think living with your parents is more Raven than not living with Mm, your parents. Right, Right? because we're not – remember – Raven isn't a bad or good. It's a vibe. True, Kari, you're falling into this classic trap of treating that's a raven, that's not so raven as a good bad dichotomy, but it's more nuanced than that. Especially Lisa's yeah. like moving into a full home with like extra bedrooms. Like it's a full a full home deal. So that's really 
not Raven. Home maintenance is a little, Raven doesn't yeah. really have time for that. Um, yeah. She's more so trying to hang out with like Chef Baxter. And also just, yeah, re- I actually would love to live with um, Kari's parents, just personally. As a, as I would. Wasn't she also checking in on me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, she also had some movie suggestions for us to maybe, um, when we all take our edibles and do our movie mm-hmm. review, she had a few suggestions that were good. Um, but, yes, yeah, she said she does have a quick question directed towards Abby after hearing about her dream journal entry. Um, are you okay? And do you need help? It is such a great testament to your relationship that Leon was there to come for you and you guys could say your goodbyes. That is that was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kari. Um, Abby, are you okay? Yeah, I haven't been dream journaling, so I'll do that this upcoming week. <laughs> but I, I had one last night. Details are fuzzy because I didn't journal it, but I know it involved Timbaland, mm. Blair Waldorf, oh. um, a couple of my classmates from high school in a classroom setting, and I think a graveyard. Oh, <laughs> I thought this was going to be really sweet. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, but... this sounds so fun. Kinsey, okay. you, were, you were in it somehow. Guys, don't forget to email us at donttellmom10 and gmail.com about anything. 